Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about future Sharks, kind of look at where the roster is heading and some potential holes in next year's roster. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. Thank you for making Locked On Sharks your first listen, where we cover your team every day. You can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. And the Sharks roster, we're going to start to lay the foundation for some of the offseason plans here of Mike, the work Mike Greer has to do uh, to start to kind of rebuild this roster and turn around this roster. So um, today's episode is going to be mostly about kind of just looking at what the Sharks have and kind of the holes that they're going to have to try to fill next year um, if they, they want to start being a competent roster again, or if they just want to be bad again, just looking at which players are going to be around at least for next year. Um, and maybe what a potential roster would look like if the Sharks win the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. But um, so let's start with the players who we know are going to be here, or at least are under contract uh for next season so for the sharks guys that are under contract for next year the 2023 2024 league calendar um so a couple things before we get to that the expectation is that the salary cap will grow from 82.5 million to 83.5 million that is kind of what the expectation is right now um, with the hope that we soon see a big jump after that. So that number could change, but right now we're going to go a conservative $83.5 million. Um, the Sharks would have 15 players on their roster with a cap hit of 60. Those cap hits would uh, be $61.2 million. Um, a dead cap hit of almost $6 million. Um, the last year of the big Martin Jones buyout. Um, so this is a, this this is the worst. The 2023-2024 is the worst year of the Martin Jones buyout um, at almost three million. You had Rudolph Falsers at three hundred eight thousand, and then Brent Burns retained salary at two point seven two million dollars. So that is that's kind of where the Sharks are going to be sitting at. Um, so players who are projected to be on the roster. I don't think all of these players are going to be on the roster, uh, but projected to be on the roster. They are under contract for next year. One, Tomas Hurdle, of course, um, the second year of his eight by 8.1375. Um, William Couture, Kevin LeBanc entering the last year of his deal. Oscar Lindblom will be entering the last year of his $2.5 million deal. Um, Alexander Barabanov will be entering the last year of his $2.5 million deer. Nico Sturm entering year two of three. 
of his uh, $2 million uh, deal. Steven Lorenz, uh, $1 million. Andrew Agazzino, who's currently on the Sharks, but I project him to be back with the Barracuda next year. He's still on a uh, $775,000 deal. And then uh, Luke Cunning, who's also um, on the Sharks. So he's on IR right now. We'll be on the last year of his 2.75. So out of all those guys, the Sharks have basically three forwards who are going to be on the roster in the 2024-2025 season. Um, that's Sturm, Couture, Hurdle. All of those guys. These are guys who are currently on the Sharks. We can pencil in one William Eklund, um, who will make the Sharks out of training camp next year. And then Bordalo is probably the other guy who will be on the Sharks at the start of next season as well. Um, so those are kind of your forward group as of right now. In the defense department, Eric Carlson. Still will have four years left at $11.5 million. Um, Mark Edward Vlasic will have three years left at $7 million. Mario Ferraro, three years left at $3.25 million. Redeem Shimmick will be in the last year of his deal. Matt Benning will be in year two of four at $1.25 million. Um, and then Jacob McDonald will be in the last year of his $762,000 deal. So those are kind of the player. Oh, and then in goal, Capo Kakinen, of course, will be in the last year of his $2.75 million deal. So those are the players who are expected, at least right now, of who's going to be on the roster. Um, so I don't expect all those players, if I had to guess two. Um, Kevin LeBanc and Eric Carlson are the two. We'll plenty of time this offseason to talk about those, but those are kind of the two that I would pencil in as maybe not back uh, just because, yes, one, Eric Carlson, you can strike while the iron is hot, potentially get out from a good chunk of that contract. And two, Kevin LeBanc and David Quinn, for some reason, just do not seem to mix. Um, so we could see maybe a potential move there, um, whether it's a trade or buyout or whatever you want to do type of situation. But the Sharks starting to work through some of this cap issues here slowly and surely. It looks like by the 24-25 season, the Sharks cap is going to start to feel a lot better um, than it does right now, especially if the cap starts to hopefully go up a little bit. Um, and especially if you can get Eric Carlson off your books, you're going to start to feel a little bit. You're going to start to see some of that, some of the pain. Uh, we're going to do some of the pain there uh, for the Sharks as they clean up their cap. But um, so those are the players who are at least right now, not going to, or who are going to be on the team uh, going forward. So before we look at, which players the Sharks are, uh, you know, looking to resign. Some of the RFA's decisions they're going to have to make on and kind of my early thoughts on those. Uh, let's take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at Indeed. If you are hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. This is the only job site we are guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help do it all. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a job post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that can match your job description and can invite them to apply right away. 
Plus, you only pay for quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your first job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 1st. Again, Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, so we looked at the players who are, we know, most likely going to be back, or at least a lot of names are going to be back. The Sharks are going to have some interesting decisions on some UFAs, so some RFAs, sorry. Uh, we'll start with the RFAs. So just a reminder, RFAs, they are restricted free agency. Sharks still own their rights, um, what they want to do with them. So the RFAs of note, Jonah Gadovich, Noah Gregor, Martin Kaut, Nikolai Kanijov, Itu Makanemi, Straussman, Jacob Peterson, uh, Evgeny Sveshnikov, Fabian Zetterlin. So all those guys, if the Sharks want to have them, they can offer them a contract. Um, their contracts are going to be very structured based on their time of play, incentives, all that stuff. Um, as we get closer to the end of the season, um, we'll have a better sense of what their contracts are going to look like. You know, um, of those guys, Noah Gregor is the highest paid one at $950,000. Um, so that, that's going to be his cap. That would kind of be right around where his cap is. Next year, though, the vet minimum uh, salary goes from seven hundred fifty um, up to seven seventy five. So we do see a, a little bump in the vet min for the the salary cap next year, but nothing not manageable. So of those guys, um, Martin Cap will be back, right? You just traded for him for Ryan Merkley, Nikolai Kanijov. He'll be back. You just you've you've gone this far with him, waiting for him to come back, uh, right? He'll be back. Um, Jacob Peterson. He'll, you just acquired him from Scott Reedy. He'll be back. Um, side note with him, if he plays in the – he got recalled from the Sharks. If he plays one more game, uh, one more NHL game, he loses his waiver eligible – or he'll have to start passing through waivers to bounce back and forth to the Sharks. Um, I think at this point, he might just spend the rest of the season up with the Sharks. We shall see. So, side note there. Um Fabian Zetterlin, again, you just acquired him in the Timo Meyer trade, so I expect him to be back as well. So other guys, Strassman, you can re-sign him, send him back to the CUDA, right? Ito Makanemi, you can re-sign him, send him back to the CUDA, but those guys will still be uh, able to pass through waivers. Um, decisions you'll have to make. Jonah Gadovich, who I think played well, but he has been injured this, this season, so um, I kind of... I like Jonah Gadovich. Uh, he's kind of grown on me. So, Genny uh, Sveshnikov, who's had a pretty quality season for the Sharks um, and basically didn't cost you anything this year. And then Noah Gregor. Um, I assume Noah Gregor's time with the Sharks is probably done after this year. Uh, we've seen the Noah Gregor experiment for the past two seasons now. Um, I, that's, that's just my thinking that he is most likely – uh, not going to be with the Sharks uh, as of next year. So unrestricted free agents. So these guys, if the Sharks do not want to keep them, um, they are free to go elsewhere. A lot of these guys play with the Barracuda. So Kyle Criscolo, Barracuda guy. Uh, Aaron Dell, Barracuda guy. 
Andreas Johnson. We'll see. I assume if the Sharks want to bring him back, they're not going to pay him the $3.4 million that he got paid right this year, uh, especially for three points in 13 games. Marcus Nudovar, we hardly knew ye. Derek Pouillat, I would be very interested in bringing Pouillat back, especially if you want him to kind of run, you know, be on the Barracuda type of situation that if you need him uh, back up, you can bring him back up. Um, James Reimer, thank you for your services. Uh, CJ Cease, again, another Barracuda type of guy. Max Frano, another Barracuda guy. And Jeffrey Vial, it'll be interesting to see what the Sharks do with him. Um, you would wonder if he might look for more opportunities elsewhere. This is just me speculating. I don't know anything. Um, you wonder if he might try to go to another organization where he might have a better chance to play um, NHL games. We shall see. He's played really well for the Barracuda this year, um, but he's also 26 at this at this point, right? So um, those are kind of the guys that they're going to make some decisions on. So let's kind of see where this team would be at. So right now, this is just very makeshift. Don't read too much into it lines, but here are projected lines for next year. Well, at least here's the roster for next year. Me bringing back some, you know, some of the guys. So actually I didn't bring back any player on this one. So anyway, here's the very, very makeshift roster. Uh, William Eklund, Tomas Hurdle, Kevin LeBanc, Thomas Bordolo, Logan Gator, Alexander Barabanov, Oscar Lindblom, Nico Sturm, Luke Cunning. And then Steven Lorenz on the fourth line. So you're going to need at least four more forwards um, to bring in. Right now, the, this roster size is 17 uh, with $15 million in cap space. We'll get to the cap space here in a minute. So on defense, again, this is without me bringing anybody back. You have Vlasic, Carlson, Ferraro, Benning, Redeem Shimmick, Jacob McDonald. Again, um, some of these UF RFAs will be back. Kenny Job, for example, will be back next year. Uh, and then you have Capocac and then as your only goaltender. So um, that's where we kind of look at the work Mike Greer will need to do this offseason is trying to continue to add some more to the forward line. And I wonder if his strategy, instead of adding guys, you know, Oscar Lindblom's, Luke Cunnins, guys like that who kind of just warm bodies right now. If we're going to start to see a shift of adding guys who can be young pieces that can add that they're going to kind of surround and enhance your core going forward. So that's, those are kind of plenty of time to talk about that, but as of right now, so this off season, my career is going to have to try to add some pieces, right? So your roster size is 23 right now. That gives the Sharks right at 17. Um, so you're going to need four more. Typically, you're going to need four more forwards, another defenseman, Nikolai Kanijov, um, and then another goaltender to kind of round out your, your NHL roster there. Um, the Sharks going to have a little bit of cap space this offseason. So as of right now, again, puts them at $15 million uh, in cap space, a little over $15 million in cap space. Again, that's without trading Kevin LeBanc and Eric Carlson, both on the roster. If you move either or, or both of those, 
you're going to start to see a lot more cap space. You, the Sharks could be floating around with 20000 or $20 million in cap space. Um, then you could see how this, how Mike Greer, you know, as he's starting to work out of the corner that has been the Sharks cap space over the past couple of years, kind of see what he can do with going forward with that. So, um, so yeah, Sharks, four forwards that they're going to need to add. They can do that with some of their UF or some of their RFAs. Um, or if they want to maybe get into the dip into the free agency pool a little bit more this year, maybe um, open up the, the the pocketbook a little bit more than we saw last year. Going to need another uh, goaltender. Um, I don't want to go into next season with Yutu Makanemi and Capo Kakinen as your 1A, 1B. You're going to need another veteran. Plenty of time to discuss that in the, this offseason. So before we continue and look at the roster, if the Sharks were to win – Connor Bedard, how I I built my roster with Connor Bedard, um, how it might look. Before we do that, do want to take a quick break, uh, talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. Um, tournament is heating up, and now's the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. This bonus bet's back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure. And super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three strain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook uh, betting partner of the NBA. All right, so if the Sharks do luck out and get one Connor Bedard, I kind of built out the roster. So made a couple signings, kind of brought some guys back. Here would be here would be my roster. So um, Bedard, you could even put Fantilli here. Bedard is playing in the NHL next year. Fantilli, we shall see. Um, I think he's probably NHL ready. If a team wants to send him back to college, I could see that as well. But those are the two guys where they they can walk into the NHL next year. So I'm picturing as if either Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli uh, walk into the NHL next year. And this is what the Sharks team would look like. So again, I didn't trade anybody. Plenty of time for that. But Thomas Bortolo. Left wing, Tomas Hurdle, Alexander Barabanov, line number one. Line number two, William Eklund, Logan Couture, Connor Bedard. If you want to swap Bedard and Couture and have Connor and have Bedard play center and Couture play right wing, it doesn't matter. You can have whatever. Okay. Line number three, I brought back Martin Kaut on a one year, $1 million deal. Being conservative at $1 million, even though the um, I just kind of gave these guys like $1 million deals. Being conservative, Kraut would probably get closer to more of a vet man because he hasn't really done too much in the NHL. But again, trying to be conservative with the money. Um, Martin Kaut, Nico Sturm, Kevin LeBanc. Fourth line, Lynn Blom, Stephen Lorenz, Luke Cunning. Right there. There's your, uh, you know, 
all the grit and a little bit of scoring pop. Your extra forwards, so Jonah Gadovich and Fabian Zetterlin. Gadovich and Zetterlin, I both gave million dollar deals to. Um, again, if you want to, if Luke Cunningham is not ready to start the season, he needs to start on IR. Uh, Zetterlin can pop in. Somebody's not playing well. Lindblom, like, gives you some flexibility. Martin Kalt, like, Kalt, Lindblom, Cunningham would be kind of the three guys that you would probably uh, cycle in Zetterlin for. So, on defense, Nikolai Knizhov, again, I just gave him a $1 million deal. Eric Carlson, um, then you have Vlasic, Benning, Ferraro, Jacob McDonald, um, and then Redeem Shimmick as your extra defenseman. And again, you can rotate in Shimmick for whomever you would want there. So in net, Capo Kakinen, and then I signed Antti Ranta, uh, who I think has been a lot of Sharks fans would like to see him in, in San Jose, at least some he's 33. He's had a really, really good year for the hurricanes and the sharks. You know how much sharks like uh, signing old hurricanes uh, goalies. anti come in, you can come play, you know, 35, 40 games for uh, the sharks next season. Uh, I sent him to a two year, $2 million uh, deal type of situation. So that's what he made this year with the hurricanes. I feel like you could easily justify giving him the exact same contract. So, that puts the roster size at 23. Their cap hit would be $75,130,835. That's including all the buyouts, all that fun stuff. Um, their cap space, $8,369,165. So that gives the Sharks a little bit of room if they want to kind of, I don't want to say go big game hunting this offseason, but... If there's a young player out there, maybe doesn't fit with the Sharks with their, that team's current kind of timeline. Uh, maybe a team that's gonna ha- start feeling some cap issues. Maybe the Sharks might trade that Devils pick for a young player type of situation. Plenty of things to discuss in the off season as we start to get closer and closer to the off season, but. Um, the Sharks are going to have a little bit of cap space where they can hang on to it and kind of be facilitators and deals. Um, you know, if they want to ease some cap space as teams, you know, get desperate and try to acquire some more um, some draft picks. Or if you want to maybe try to bring in a player um, who's going to fit with the Sharks um, next core, maybe a, a young player's 23-24 type of situation. Like a, the Montreal did with Kirby Doc, right? Trading for a guy who wasn't really fitting in. That gives you a little bit of flexibility and some space to kind of go do that. So plenty of opportunity to talk about that going forward. So again, just wanted to lay out the kind of the table, lay out where the Sharks are at. Um, potential, if they win Fantilia Bedard, what the roster might look like um, next off season. Again, a lot of fun stuff to talk about, including what the shark may be trading for that devil's pick for a future for a, an NHL player right now. So, um, plenty of stuff to talk about with that as we the season starts to wind down here. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the Canucks game, the game in the tank here. This is one of the last. So the Sharks have the Canucks, and the Coyotes are the last bottom ten teams that they play. Um, so make sure we keep track of the tankathon 
maybe look at some top 10 drafts, kind of see where, where, how that's shaking out for everybody. We'll have plenty of stuff to talk about tomorrow. So uh, make sure you guys following along, subscribe or follow for free on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you know, as soon as an episode is available here at Locked on Sharks, where we cover your team every day. So make sure you follow me on Twitter at my Fryhole. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked on Sharks. And we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, bye, friends.